Well, 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 well. Good evening. Or morning. Could be evening. Or good night. Good day to you, sir or madam, <laughs> child, older person. Oh. This show caters to all. Welcome. And now they've switched off. So, cool. We had them. We had them. <laughs> and I blew it. Hey, it's been a pretty good show this morning. About time. Uh, I've been holding I, out for one of these. We had to um, cancel part of the show because I, during a song, showed you a picture of myself <laughs> yes. as a bloke. I, and there was something that I, I want to talk about, but I can't even remember what it was because you showed me a photo and it... <laughs> It changed my life. It changed all of our lives. You can check it out yourself. <sighs> You'll know the photo we're talking about as oh, soon yeah. as you see it. It is disturbing. No, no, no. It's beautiful. Oh, I don't know. I'm a big fan of the opportunities that this photo can produce. You... I think that we can move forward in a great direction right. in this outcome. As the Jim and Tess show. As the Jim and Tess show. I think that's a bit... I would listen to Jim and Tess. I wouldn't. Jim is a... They're both bad names. And you know what? On here, it would be Jimmy and Tess. Jimmy and Tessa. It wouldn't be Jim. It would be Jimmy. Jimmy and Tessa. Yeah. Or J-Dog and TSS. <laughs> I would listen to J-Dog and the TSS. Uh, we've all, we thought Bolton Pants was yeah. a great fake radio name for this show mm. uh, because I got a spelling. They spelt my name incorrectly on a hotel booking the other week and you've just been running with it. You've Tim changed my Bolt. You've changed my last name. If you're uh, ever looking for permission. Tim, uh, that's you, your pseudonym. That's your other name. Yes, that's my um, dark web name. You can find my MySpace <laughs> under Tim Bolt. Some some people go Darth Vader. You go Tim Bolt. Tim Bolt. <laughs> it's equally terrifying. But look, uh, we we hope you enjoy the program. Feel free to shoot us a message on our Instagram, the Tim and Jess Show. Mm-hmm. Send us of something you want want us to talk about, and then we'll sneak it oh, into, into the, the show. show. Oh my god, that's a little cheeky. secret. It's like I a little like club, it. the Tim and Jess Club. I like it. We'll point it out. Yeah. In the, uh, the we'll be like, anyway, so <laughs> the dinosaurs and whatever it may be. But it's actually a... a game we like to play in our meetings. We'll yes. write each other words and we have to sneak the words yes. into the meeting. Segregation so. was the hardest word to squeeze into a meeting. <laughs> I just feel like the audience will be disrupted by the segregation. I'm of feeling the segregated in the office, guys. <laughs> then we had a HR meeting and the game goes too far. But that's okay. Maybe we shouldn't play this game anymore. That's all right. Let's just get to it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Waking up. Central Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now. Huh? Goes, good morning. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. How good's Monday? Great to be back. The show's thanks to Reef City Isuzu. Get yourself a D-Max and what a weekend, hey? Oh, a big weekend celebrating mums across central Queensland and Australia. Yeah. And look, it doesn't matter whether they're your mum by blood or whether they're your mum. No. I, I was texting all my different mums. Your from, unofficial mums. Yeah, my unofficial mums for all the different yeah. spots that we've lived in. I appreciate the text that you, you sent me as one of your six unofficial mothers. I did um, not text you. No, that's all right. I take... <laughs> One six responsibility of you, which is more than I'm happy to. Do you know to. who I didn't get a text from? My cat Chandler. Not even a little birthday message. I took his a phone. Mother's Day it? message. Yeah. Not birthday. Well, I'm not surprised. Your birthday is next month. I'm surprised you're not <laughs> demanding messages from other people just yet. But we hope you had a great Mother's Day wherever you were around central Queensland. Uh, it's been a big weekend. And uh, if you've been watching free-to-air television or listening to this radio station or driving around central Queensland, I'm sure you have been hit on every front, whether it's through your ears, mm. through your eyes, or through your soul. But there is a lot of... Politicalness 
happening. Is anyone else over it? Like now, after the after this weekend, we won't see or hear from the politicians ever no. again for the next like two years. You know what I define as a great country, though. In our national news, when you hear the phrase "drop a b- frothy with scomo." <laughs> What country is that going to happen where they're talking about having an alcoholic beverage with the leader of your nation? I know. It's any wonder that we don't take politics all that seriously. There is a lot to go through about uh, the election that is coming up this Saturday, and I want to kick it off by something that ScoMo, a.k.a. the Frotherdome, (laughs) has thrown out there um, to try and get the young Australians to vote for him. Oh. It is clever. He's getting desperate, though, isn't he? But... This is what it's all about. It is game time. He's got wall paint under his eyes and he's targeting home deposits. Oh! If you've bought a house in the last two years, you're going to feel a bit silly. I'll tell you why up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. Things are gearing up. Obviously, this Saturday, the 18th of May, is uh, if you haven't already done A, your postal vote or B, your, your early vote, it's time to, to vote a new leader or the same leader into our country. I'm actually filling out my postal vote right now because uh, we're, we're working. You, no, no, no. We're working on Saturday, so I can't make it to the postal. No, you would only do a postal vote, say, if you weren't registered in the state, because if you're registered in the state, mm. like myself, you would have just gone to the early voting poll. That's so weird. That's... It's, you, it's just an extra step you've done. Yeah, but... extra. If you are doing a postal vote, though, uh, you have until Saturday to send it off. It needs to be signed and witnessed uh, before <laughs> get, Saturday's election. Just get it done. Uh, <laughs> but the, obviously things uh, are tightening up. I'm sure you've seen it, whether it's on television, you're hearing it on radio, you're seeing signs around, especially in this final week when most people, the majority of Australians will be voting. This is when they throw their curveball. This is when they go, because the last thing they want you to think of when you go in to vote for this year's election is what stands out the most. So this is when all the big, this is the the big dance tricks. This is when they go, here's something I'm going to do when you elect me, and then this is the thing they absolutely never implement. Potentially, yes. That's (laughs) a big thing. And Scott Morrison has decided one week out from the election, Mm -hmm. this is when he's throwing his. Okay. What's the bomb he dropped? First home buyers will get a government support of up to 20% of a house deposit if coalition wins and remains in oh, leadership. Shut up. So instead of having to save the 20% to get those loans for first home buyers, they say you only have to save 5% and the government will match up to 20 of that. So from 5 so to 20, so the 15%. You save 5%, yeah. the government gives you enough to get to 20% yep. and then you can get a bank loan for the rest. Yes. And for first home wow. buyers, that is huge. How can they even promise that much well, money? That's been, a lot of cash. This has been working in New Zealand uh, for, really? for a few years now. Apparently been going very well. So I think whoever wins the election should go into but this. do you have to pay the government back? I, that's normally how a loan does work. So it is a loan. It's it not just like here's free money. Here's it's like the, free cash. the first home buyer's loan that right. they already give you. You eventually have to give that back, don't right, you? Right, okay. No. But maybe it's not. The first home line. They just give you that money. Yeah. <laughs> See, as as you can tell, I'm not a homeowner. So. Well, see, I didn't get the first home guys grant because I don't live in the property I put a purchase. No, yes, that is. A, um, so I'm not sure how it works. But, but uh, now the, I feel silly for you know saving my cash all those years. How dare you? Uh, but the the thing is, it's allowing single earners that earn. And I get this. This is what my favourite 
about the whole situation is. They're saying for single earners uh, earning less than $125,000 a year, oh, no, uh, if you're not earning that, you're poor. Um, and couples earning less than $200,000 a year, this is going to make it easier for them to get into the market for the first time. Hey, if you are struggling to get into the market on $200,000 a year... If you are earning $125,000 and you don't work in the mines or on like a smelter in central Queensland, give me a call because I don't believe you. (laughs) Because, and this, this average wage that they keep throwing out that's between seventy and $80,000, who are you averaging it off? I mean, definitely not us. Not not anyone in media. No, not at all. But it is interesting because this is a big thing to swing. Is this making you want to vote for ScoMo? This has changed. Because I've heard that literally maybe like half an hour later, Bill Shorten was like, yeah, we'll do that too. We'll sure. throw it. We'll throw it out there. Pauline Hanson's still a no. <laughs> She's like, Pauline right. Hanson's like, you know what? We're raising it to forty percent. Yep, that's what you need. <laughs> Go live in your dirt pit, <laughs> Stephen Jess. God, it's CQ. Make sure you do vote. The whole point of this is voting. We have yes. the highest. Like, if you can't get in before Saturday, then make sure you get in your postal vote or your early vote before then. <laughs> Stephen Jess on it, CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Take a leap. Leap of faith. Sure. Especially later on in life. Uh, changing careers uh, is something that is very exciting for the older generation. Yeah. Especially like people of, I don't know, my parents' generation, mostly having a very similar job for 30, 40 years. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it super was, cool. It wasn't super common for you to like jump no. between different jobs. And one person who has had the same job since he was in his 20s is everyone's favourite naturalist, Sir David Attenborough. What did he used to do? He was a naturalist. He's always been a naturalist. Right. Okay. So when did he start the voiceover stuff? Well, that, that's part of him being a naturalist. Ah, oh, okay. So that's him, like, documenting and showcasing right, okay, yeah, his sure, naturalism. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm with you now. <laughs> he hasn't changed to a voiceover artist. <laughs> I know, You're not going to see him on Telstra's was, new 4G He was 4G a scientist Connect. and then he was a voiceover artist. No, 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 no. It's his studies that they go out and film oh, right, a documented okay. study and then bring back to, to show in these oh, shows neat. that he does. And... I thought it was just like Morgan Freeman. No. <laughs> you want a voice of God, you go to Morgan Freeman. Yes. You want a voice for a BBC documentary, you go to David Attenborough. I like it. It's a good formula if you're into <laughs> the filmmaking business. But David Attenborough has shifted his career path. Right. He's not a young man, you could say. No. At How the, old is he? I believe uh, the humble age of 93. 93? I thought he was working. in his 60s. No. 30 years off, son. <laughs> Where am I? David Attenborough, uh, 70 years ago, heard an incredible sound. Okay. It was a Balinese tribe's music. He recorded it with a recording device 70 years ago, right? And he's still got the audio. And I've got it here, if you would okay. like to listen. Sounds like the ringtone from a motor razor. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. So sure. he's concerned because this tribe uh, is losing numbers quite quickly that this is going to be lost. Is this, the, is this music or is this them just... music. They gave a toddler a xylophone and went, go to town. <laughs> it was his niece. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Uh, no, he doesn't want this music from this tribe tonight. So he has gone on BBC Radio in the UK and said, listen... I want to start a competition and I'm going to enter myself. Okay. Everyone's like, what, David, what's he going to do? Oh, God. He wants people to remix that music oh. and release it as an EDM track. 
Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to go back to the point that that's not music. That's a toddler well, playing a xylophone. Well, I've actually got one of the entries. Oh, and they've, sure. they've brought it home because, you know, he's a naturalist. He deals with these kind of things. Right. And so this was actually discovered many years ago by a man called Tiny Temper. Can you hear the similarities in the beat? No. It's just as erratic. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Tiny Tempers actually sounds better than that music. How dare you? You're saying David Attenborough doesn't have a good music ear? You can, the thing is, you can enter your entries mm. uh, at a website on SoundCloud and they're going to pick the best remix to play on BBC Radio. Well, obviously, you know what a winning formula is. Yep. Get, get Ed Sheeran onto it. <laughs> It'll be a new hit. I can't. If Ed Sheeran wins again, I swear to God, <laughs> give us a chance for us. Anyway, here's... The full song. Oh, you're not playing it. Tsunami, DV, BBS, and Tiny Temper. Get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. The biggest trending story today and across the weekend was (laughs) the big mistake on the $50 note, the brand new $50 note. Uh, There's... I mean, not many have been printed. Uh, just like oh, not many. Isn't it forty six? Forty six million. So yeah, there was six million notes have been printed there, with a mistake. There was a typo on one of the words, and you know how mad I was. I literally got some money out of the ATM, and because I needed to spend cash, mm-hmm. bought it, and then I literally ten minutes after I spent, I read that there was a mistake, and I was like, oh. that fifty in my wallet, but it was already gone, and I was devastated. But the typo is my favourite thing I've seen it's ever. It's very, very small. So you'll oh, probably yeah. notice, I don't have a lot of $50 notes in my wallet. No, often, no pineapples. But at the very bottom of the note, there's like a really small, fine print. Yeah. Um, and it's part of a speech uh, based on the, the the old chicky that's on the $50 note. The old chicky babe. The old chicky babe. Um, and look, responsibility is part of the sentence that was written. How many eyes are in the word responsibility? There's supposed to be three. How many is in that one? Two. Responsibility. Yep. Responsibility. So now the Reserve Bank have a responsibility of their own (laughs) to fix the mistake. It is great. I love this country. There's many examples on today's show why this is the best country in the world. You don't get this in no. England. You don't get this in America. I, I want to know about the person who spotted it. Because who's got the time to sit there reading a $50 note? I don't That's wanna, impressive. I don't want to answer the question. But I'm sure it was in line to some sort of government oh, feedback. Timothy! I'm just saying. <laughs> who's got the time in the microscopes? Not me. You can check out the full story for yourself at hits.com.au as well as the uh, picture yes. of that spelling respects. If you've got a 50 <laughs> note, first of all, congratulations. Yes. Second of all, have a look. It's Tim and Jess and it's AQ. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Especially leading up to this Saturday, Election Day uh, for Australia, the federal election, and we've talked about it earlier, it's crazy town. Yeah, I have no idea who to vote for. Um, anyone that really puts themselves in a category of their own, I guess you could say. And there is the seat in North Queensland, the seat of Kennedy, which is right. uh, owned by Bob Catter, cat dog uh, at, the at the moment, and has been owned since 1993. They must love him up there. Oh, yeah. I think he's from there. I don't know. 26 years of Catter domination and 
he has a challenger. And normally it gets to this point where, oh, well, we're going to focus on climate change. And then the opposition will be like, oh, well, you're not doing enough. We're going to focus on mental health and educational and the youth. And then you see all these barbs going what they're going to promise compared sure. to what they're going to deliver. And clearly, Bob Catter and Clive Palmer, leader of the Palmer United Australia Party, have run out of actual policies to throw at each other. Oh, no. And now it's just personal barbs. And I love it because... Clive Palmer saying that Bob Catter is too old to be running for this seat. He needs to enjoy his retirement. And this is the best thing. He says, I could race Mr. Palmer. <laughs> this is Bob Catter. Bob Catter. I challenge Mr. Palmer to a race up the parliamentary stairs. Oh, no. But I have to warn him, I take the stairs two at a time. Oh, cat dog. Excuse me, cat dog. Who are you? <laughs> What are you talking about? Looking at pictures side by side. <laughs> I've got the hiccups. You got the hiccups. I've got, got so worked up, I've given myself the hiccups. Yeah. Looking at pictures side by side of Clive Palmer and Bob Catter. Cat dog. Cat dog. Looks like he's got a rig under that suit. I reckon he could take him. Well, he used to play rugby league and he was going around bragging about it. He's like, look, the older we get, the more cunning we get. I take two stairs at a time. What are you doing, Mr. Palmer? Clive Palmer's good 10 years younger than him. Oh, yeah. But... He looks like he'd take three steps and he would get out of breath. <laughs> Am I, I wrong? need... Okay, if you want to donate money to get this race to happen, <laughs> let's start a GoFundMe because I will, I'll buy the stairs. Do you know what? I'll vote for them both if I can watch them race. <laughs> Mate, why is there going to be a live stream on the election? Where should the cameras really be pointing? <laughs> In the direction of the seat of Kennedy for the race that we're all really worrying about, the race of the stairs between Clive Palmer <laughs> and Bob Catter. Who's going to pull a hamstring first? That's what I want to know. Palmer, for sure. I love election time. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Got the feeling right now. Huh? Good like morning. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. As always, thanks to Reef City Eye Suzu. They bring you the show. Uh, they even brought you Mother's Day. Yep. Happy Mum's <laughs> Mum Day, wherever you are around CQ. It was CQ. a big day yesterday. I gave my mum a gift. You know, I made a gift for my mum. I can finally reveal on the radio now because she listens. That macaroni print of yours. Watercolour to print for her. It was beautiful. It's a surprising skill that you have. And she was she was even surprised. She was like, did you really? You didn't stencil it or anything. What do you mean? You did this. You coloured in yes, the lines. Mum. I I painted it. I don't know why, but I also am impressed that you have that skill. Like when I when knowing you as well as I do, the fact that you can do something that well. Oh, thank Shocks me to my core. <laughs> like it actually rattled. Me. When I saw and you you knew yeah. my reaction. When I thought I was like, jeez, jeez. You were actually angry that it turned out as well as it did. Yeah, because you've made one for me before, and it was yeah. nowhere near that nice. Oh well, because the Someone's one I made for been you practicing. What I made for you was when I just started. Oh, so you've been focusing on your watercolours since yeah. then? Can you focus on your radio ability? Because we need to move forward with <laughs> yeah, that. If your radio ability was any near I know, this morning's been a bit of a shocker. Well, I got the hiccups for like 20 minutes. Okay, I'm. A, if, you were, if they're not gone, we can scrap the next 20 minutes of the show and focus on getting them give you hiccups. No, I'm Are pretty they sure gone? they're gone. I haven't had one for the last two minutes, so just do, I think they're do out. Two big, do a big breath in and a big breath out. Oh, you need, you need a breathing weird? coach. <laughs> Look, all right. The fact that you've got your hiccups gone, hiccups that's gone. good. Now we can talk about what you can do that you hiccup free. How about spending some money on a shopping spree? Oh, I'd love some cash for a shopping spree. We want, well, sorry, not, not you, more people in yeah, central Queensland. No, but we want you to go on a shopping spree. We're going to let you know how you could get one grand. Up next, it's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. 
Get up with Tim and Jess. It's not often that my boyfriend brings me uh, the goods for the radio show. Well, uh, I assume that uh, the stories that you bring to this show every single day are 30% you, <laughs> 70% your boyfriend going, this would be funny, yeah. <laughs> He likes to think he's a radio dancer. He's also got a gigantic head, and I'm always <laughs> making fun of him for it, especially when he was a baby. Like, it, Okay, so you know how it was Mother's Day, right? Yeah. Mums have like these sayings where it's like, if you haven't got anything nice to say, yeah. don't say nothing at all, <laughs> especially about something someone can't change, like their physical appearance of their skull. He showed me some baby photos, and his head is Mate, massive. He is a human being with feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly don't know how he ended up walking as a child because he was so lopsided. <laughs> Look, that's not uncommon. Mm. I can absolutely relate. I'm oh, yeah, almost deep skull. certain that my head has remained the exact same size since I was born and I have grown <laughs> into my skull. But if you look at me front on, yeah, it looks like a little head. pinhead. On the side, it looks like you've, someone's turned a spoon sideways, yep. but like someone's bent the spoon. And it's just, it's a very deep skull. Well, a study has shown. The bigger your head as a baby, the more likely you are to be successful. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> I need to take my headphones off to hear clearer. Am, me. Am I a genius? No. Am I a genius? Well, the study's shown the bigger your head, the smarter you should be, which in turn relates to how successful you'll be in life. So, given that information... Yep. I, I assume people listening right now across central Queensland, uh, there's a few of us, we have all just found out that we're going to be super successful. Sure. S- you should be CEO rich. in the next couple of years with the noggin that large. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy this company. Over 100,000 people were studied for this, so it's mm. a legit study that they right. did. Right. Um, and they did a whole bunch of data collection. <laughs> yeah, turns out that... There's 17 significant genes that affect brain function and mm. impact physical and mental health. And when you've got a larger noggin, you got more of them. Look, I'm no scientist, and I'll be the first to admit that, but it's got to be pretty simple, right? Big head, more space to fill, more right. brain. That goes right. Or you just get empty skull. No, no, no. <laughs> Try, yes, I can feel something moving around up there. Like just kind of, swooshy. It's like, like a fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's like a grocery bag when it's not completely tiny. Right. You're like something's moving around there that absolutely. <laughs> oh no, shouldn't. the soup's gone again. But I'm happy to accept mm. all current and future properties as my own right. as the most successful Australian. Well, if there's someone in your life that you're always making fun of, I like to say to my boyfriend Gregory this morning, I apologise. Turns out you are more intelligent than I am. Yeah, it's not that. But he's you've a, still got a gigantic head. It's not that he's a chemical engineer and you're a radio announcer. That's why it's <laughs> stories about the Kardashian and farts. It's the size of his head. Hey, farts are important. <laughs> I can tell by the stench of this room that you think so. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, Trending now, live from LA with Dean McCarthy, thanks to Heron Island. From the mental health facility on to the courtroom, Britney Spears has had an absolute year and a half. Dean, can you give us all the details? Oh my goodness, let's talk about a year. Let me tell you what happened on Friday in Los Angeles. Britney Spears, her mother and her father all went to court. Now, to cut a long story short... Britney's mum wants uh, to view all of the medical records of Britney's most recent doctor visits and, of course, the visits to that uh, mental facility. 
and she also wants to help Britney have more freedom with her conservatorship. So, for example, Britney Spears is only allowed a flip phone. She's not allowed access to the internet, as an example. That's just one of the examples of how her life is ruled. She wants more freedom. She's using the mum to get to help get more freedom, and the mum wants to view the, the medical records of Britney Spears' most recent visit. And it didn't go well, and Britney Spears left the courtroom barefoot, barefoot. Now, I don't know what is going on or why Britney Spears is walking around downtown LA, gross, barefoot, but she <laughs> left in front of all the paparazzi wearing no shoes. And I feel like, weird, hey. Yeah, she whipped out her Come motor on. razor, hey, made a call. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have time to put shoes on and you just got to get out there. You just got to get no, out maybe into the she world. Yeah, why is she not wearing shoes caught? Yeah, no, maybe she was wearing really, really high heels. And once <laughs> they were like, no, you can't get your iPhone back, Brittany. She was just like, well, stuff this and just ripped, <laughs> ripped her shoes off and walked yeah. out. That's, that's the only logical explanation that, that I can There is only one logical, of. and that's it. No, but we yeah. hope she's going all right, because it just seems that yeah, this yeah. has come out of nowhere. But uh, we appreciate mm-hmm. all the updates. Thank you very much, Mr. D. McCarthy. Bye, guys. You can check out that story and heaps more, as always, at our website, hit.com.au. And trending now is thanks to Heron Island. It's pretty and it's got turtles. Go see it. You can also stay longer now with their brand new boat schedule. Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've got different notes to you, but that's all right. <laughs> hey, coming up next, I want to talk about when you've been dropped from the team. Uh, because Avengers Endgame, arguably sure. the biggest team that you can be a part of yes. this year in 2019. Better than my social mix Wednesday night volleyball team. <laughs> yeah. The biggest names in that movie. Yeah. And one actor got cut last minute. Oh, Devastating. That's rough. <laughs> We're going to find out what teams you've been cut from up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. If you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, promise there won't be any spoilers here. But you can, there's no spoilers in saying the cast for Avengers Endgame, one of the biggest lineups I think I've ever seen. Would love to see the allocation of the budget for actors. Oh, they have spent aggressive amounts of money on these actors. And I've even heard that Robert Downey Jr., who plays Iron Man, Mm -hmm. earned $120 million. Just him. I'm pretty sure he's also signed a contract that any time he's used in a movie from here on out, it's like $5 million a day. Great. So I think he he was filming for Spider-Man, the new one, and he made like $15 million over three days. Well, you're on a similar contract. How does that affect your your day-to-day? Pretty pretty good. Yeah, I make five dollars a day. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot the the, the uh, zeros behind it's slightly different. But I don't want to talk cash right now. I want to talk about the cast in particular. Right. Would you go one person that got dropped from the team well into the end game? Sure. So they filmed a bunch of scenes, and I'm not going to say who this character what was playing. What the character is, yes, that because that because that would absolutely spoil the movie. Please don't do it. But Catherine Langford. Now, she's Aussie. She is Aussie. You probably know her from 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. She's the main girl in that one. But she's done a whole bunch of work. She was supposed to play a certain character in Avengers Endgame. Right. They filmed all the scenes. They inserted it in the movie. And then last minute, they went, we don't need this. And they cut her from the movie. I think it's a bit rich considering the movie's already three hours, two minutes long. What's another seven minutes? What's another seven minutes? Just pump it out. Well, the the producers and the directors and everyone they decided. Look, it's not. It's was it her? Was it non essential to the story? Was it her performance? I don't was it think it was her she's Australian, and there was too many Aussies in the film. I think it was maybe just the fact that it it wasn't necessary to the story. Don't line. want to muddy the waters. Yeah. the tears of the Avengers. It was already very complicated. It was already emotions running high, and it didn't add any extra value. So they right. went. Thank you, Catherine Langford. You're great, 
but we're not giving you that airtime. See you later, mate. So She kicked off the team. She got kicked off the Avengers team, which is massive. Some big, big names on that team. You don't want to be cut from that team. Um, It it reminds me of social sports. Yeah. Sorry. We've actually had Dennis call in. He was a ring-in, and uh, he's coming to play volleyball this week for us. Uh, so, Cassidy, sorry, thanks for coming all the way. We know that you've uh, got a babysitter. Well, you but always you declare yourself coach and captain. Have you ever kicked yes. anyone off the team? I haven't kicked anyone off the team. I've suggested they sit on the bench for the right. game. Right. In, I don't, I'm trying to think, I've never been directly cut from a team. The Gladstone Wallabies were so keen to get me off, they did my ACL yeah. for me. Actually, it wasn't the other team tackling and twisting you. It was one <laughs> of like, your oh, players. We can't stand it. <laughs> get her off the team. Conspiracy, eh? <laughs> Try to get you off. But look, I, I, I do like it. Yeah. 13, 12, 16, when we kicked off the team. Yep. Have you who, been cut? Who booted you? Did... Social setting. Not okay. We've all got feelings, you know, and that, that one hurts. Sometimes you just, maybe it wasn't meant to be. 13, 12, 16, who kicked you out of the team? Get up with Tim and Jess. We're talking about when you've been dropped from the team because Catherine Langford uh, was a rash that the Avengers series wanted to get rid of, apparently. She's the uh, main character of the Netflix show 13 Reasons Why. She's a great actor. Aussie girl. We can't say what role she was Uh -uh. playing because it was a massive spoiler and we're not about spoilers on the show, but she was playing a role. Mm -hmm. They filmed all the scenes. She was in the movie and then last minute got cut. Her scenes cut from the the movie. stinks of social sport team getting kicked out of it because there's no rules, essentially. You Mm -hmm. just need numbers. That's what you need. And if you've got too many... Thanks for driving right. in. We got Not Hemsworth. Required tonight. We got Chris. Yeah. We got too, all the Chris's. Too many Australians. Kick <laughs> um, around. So what we are asking on 13, 12, 16 is we kicked off the team. Mm-hmm. And Benny from Tatum Sands called through on 13, 12, 16, listening to 93.5. Benny, were you kicked off the team, mate? I like to think of it as parting ways. Uh, <laughs> oh, the contract no. negotiation. That means he was asked to leave. Sure. What happened, Benny? <laughs> Uh, look, I was playing mixed netball uh, with some guys from work. It's all, and we've they, all been there, mate. They sort of just suggested that maybe I took it a little too seriously after I got my third uh, ban. Oh, my and, God. And said, maybe maybe after the suspension's over, don't come back. Ben, did you do what Tim does when we ever, whenever we play mixed netball and he declared himself coach and captain just because he was playing centre? Well, this, they didn't put a C on me for no reason. Well, no, I was wing defence, and I get a little, um, uh, I, I get a little aggressive, and it was. I'm not going to say that I yelled at the the ref, but look, <laughs> I wasn't speaking she, quietly. Yeah, she 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 was getting a lot of calls nah, wrong, and she clearly Benny, had friends on the other you team. Know, yeah, okay. that's the thing. Social netball, the umpiring, and I'm happy to say this is rigged. How yeah, dare this you? This is garbage. They take, they, knew, yeah, they, and that's they, the thing. Yeah, and when I pointed 100%. that out to her. Uh, she got real shirty about it, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, um, yeah. I'm not allowed back in the centre, and I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I pay my fees like any other person. <laughs> pay my seven bucks a week. You can tell when they're biased when instead of calling out, they're like, hey, centre, stepping, they go, hey, Karen, stepping. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Well, I, I mean, the other thing is you can barely hear her because she was 17. Oh. And you d- <laughs> Benny! You all of a sudden... Kid. <laughs> Well, she needs to learn. Uh, Who else is going to tell her? I think it's a good thing you've been dropped from the team, Ben. Oh, I'm, uh, get, I'm getting, like, flashbacks to when we played netball <laughs> together, and it's making me angry. Benny, I'm a big supporter of yours. You shouldn't have been dropped. Thank you very much for your call, mate. Thank you, Tim. No worries, champion. It's about time someone stood behind me. I wouldn't want Benny on my team. Sorry, oh, Benny. You've kicked him off the... 
This was meant to be a place for those that have been kicked off teams and you've kicked him off the kickoff team. See you later. I don't need a wing defence. I play Look, wing defence. Can we can we add someone to the Tim and Jess team right now? Yeah. Because I want to play Alphabet. Sure. I've decided that we play it now. Okay. <laughs> 13, but 12, 16. that's when 16. we play it every... Now, uh, as captain, as you were just saying before, sure. as captain, I decide when we play. And yes, I'm going to decide to play it at the exact same time we do <laughs> normally every day. So 13, 12, 16, give us a call. Your chance to win $1,000 thanks to Stockland, Rockhampton and Gladstone. Get up with Tim and Jess. And how good was Friday night at the Mother of the Year Awards for 2019? We had 10 deserving finalists. Oh, it was hard to even narrow it down to absolutely. that, Absolutely. We got around and we sat with every family that was there, had a great night, but then it got to the point where we had to announce the Mother of the Year for Central Queensland. Yes. Her name is Julie, and oh boy, does she deserve to be crowned Mother of the Year. Here's our chat with her right after she was crowned Mother of the Year for 2019. It's Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ, and we are fresh off announcing the Mother of the Year for Central Queensland at 2019 here at Canangra Heights. I'm stuffing my face with yes. beautiful food. Canangra Heights, they know how to throw a party. They absolutely do. If you've got a function or a wedding, come here. And we are joined by the winner and the Mother of the Year for 2019 here in Central Queensland, Julie Watkins. Congratulations, Jules. Thank you. <laughs> you Now, you looked the most shocked out of anybody on that stage. I never expected it. <laughs> well, you should have expected it. How dare you? The entry that was put forward for you, I believe Megan put it forward, saying that you travel to Rockhampton. So you live in Gladstone. I and do. You, and you travel to Rockhampton every day to be with your partner who's gone through some tough times. Can you explain a bit of the situation for some of our listeners? November last year, my husband had an incident which caused him to have a bleed in the brain and sent to Brisbane where he stroked out multiple times and lost his ability to speak and the um, lost all uh, movement on his right side. Intubated for three weeks. Eventually had a craniotomy um, to clamp the aneurysm. So we brought him back to Rocky to the Rehabilitation Centre. To all those wonderful people at the Rehabilitation Centre in Rockhampton, thank you, thank you. Especially Steve, who's no longer there. <laughs> and the Steve that is there, thank you. And not only do you look after your husband, but you've got kids, you've got uh, grandkids. I mean, it is you're an super, incredible... You're, you're super mum. Yeah. No. You've got a crown on your head and you deserve it. I have three beautiful children. I have a beautiful daughter-in-law, a beautiful son-in-law, and I have four beautiful grandchildren who I love with all my heart. Love them. Now, the, the big question is, your first prize was a trip to Heron Island. Yeah. Which of your kids gets to come with you? Well, you know, Megan worked at Heron say, Island for... Oh, so, Megan, she's off the list. Sorry, she's Megan, you've been, you've been enough. Been there, done that, Megan, you're out. She's, she's lived the life, but see Vicky over there? <laughs> you got to wave her in the distance. <laughs> she's waving she's like the queen. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> she's my best friend at the moment. Well, well that'll work, yeah. hey? See, my mum always says she doesn't have a favourite. You clearly do. Yep. <laughs> That's all right. But I think Dale will... He'll win out. Well, yep. absolutely. Well, yep. Julie, uh, we're very proud of you. You should be very proud of yourself. You've got a beautiful family that obviously cares a lot about you, and you are literally the mother of the year for Central Queensland this year. Congratulations. Thank you. I could never have done anything without my beautiful family. <laughs> Thank you, family. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear up again. Like, it was just such an emotional evening. It was lovely. Thank you to all the families that came. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Canangra Heights for hosting it. Everyone that gave uh, awards away, it was very special. It was a very special evening, and you can check out more pictures on our Facebook and our Instagram at Hit Absolutely. And the Mother of the Year Awards, going to come back for 2020? Yes. Get up with Tim and Jess.
A big study has been done, uh, and it was actually published in a, in a journal. Uh, so you know this one's legit. Oh, it's real if it's got a binder in it. Um, <laughs> they found that one's personality actually determines how you understand and interpret language. I just, look, I get it. Don't get me wrong. It frustrates me if I see people sending emails, text messages, even mm-hmm. posts on social media that's spelt incorrectly. It frustrates me, but I have bigger problems going on in my life than to correct some idiot. I was genuinely impressed when my boyfriend sent me a message and he used the right your. I was like, well, this one's a keeper. This is... I'm excited. But I'm not not one to point it out if you do get it wrong. Turns out if you do point it out, it means that you are less open-minded... Uh, Which means you find it difficult to deviate <laughs> from norm. You're less open-minded. You know what? Spelling's an interpretation. <laughs> it's just a construct. Let it be you. I, I I agree. I think that there are bigger problems in the world. Don't get me wrong. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself better. Yes. But also, like, who cares, man? Who yeah. cares? It's- Normally, t- trust me, coming from a person myself that loves to point out people's mistakes and <laughs> as soon as it happens. Especially when they're not yours. But spelling, yeah. free for all. Go nuts So stop being it. a jerk. Yeah, you Do you have a full story for yourself at hit.com.au? Just send the link to someone. Give yeah. them a little hint. <laughs> Just don't hint, say hint, anything. nudge, nudge. Absolutely. Here's the link, hit.com.au is where Very you'll find smart. it. So thanks to Heron Island. You can discover Heron Island and stay longer with their brand new boat schedule. I'm thinking... About coming a mo- becoming a motivational speaker. You know I'm very positive. You have no skills. But I have positive words. I'm going to explain something that I've seen on Netflix and why I think I'm better at it up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. I have been just scrolling around the Netflix at the moment, sure. like I'm sure we all do, and I've seen something pop up and I've never seen this, right? Uh, I know they're popular. They've been going on for a while. I'm very behind the curve. And I even saw our sales manager. He was watching one of these mm. um, out of office hours to try and help, uh, I don't know, his job, I assume. Right. They're called TED Talks. Oh, you found them on Netflix. Okay, i got a few questions. i got a questions. They're not on Netflix, are they? Yeah. Really? Absolutely, mate. That's I thought I they were just on YouTube. No. Well, are they on YouTube? Yeah. I know nothing about them. I, I listen to the podcast. So from what I understand is that it's like a motivational speak. Yeah, so TED Talks. Who's the, TED? No, it, TED stands for Technology Entertainment Design. So it's it's, it's an anagram or whatever it is. It's it, about it's all the all the talks are about technology, entertainment, and design. Oh, mm. I was like, this TED guy seems switched on. <laughs> no, they basically so they get, get, the, they get a specific speaker for yeah, each group. experts in the field, um, and they're really interesting. Some of them are like really in depth. Can't be that hard. Oh. I've been thinking that, so essentially it's about making you feel good in a certain area. No, essentially it's about experts displaying their expertise in a field. Well, hey, it's me, Tim, an expert. Oh, where am I? In a field. I. What are you going to talk to us about radio? No. <laughs> Still learning about that one. <laughs> Clearly. Something I do know a lot about is lawn care and maintenance. We're not talking about your bloody lawn again. You have seen, have you seen my lawn recently? No. Mate, you never invite me over. That's a, I really uh, set you up for that one, hey? <laughs> that's my bad. I uh, look. It's not a TED talk. It's pro- more of a Tim talk. 
going to do a Tim talk. I'm going to show you how easy these are because all you have to do they're is they're not easy. I haven't they're seen experts. Yeah, but I'm an expert, mate. I haven't seen these, but I assume it's the same formula. It's positive speaking. It's like a captivating voice, and then I know you can't see this because this is a radio show, but a bit of this. What's that? You just open your arms up and go, yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Like big, big arm gestures. Big arm gestures. So I'm going to do a Tim talk up next. Um, and We're not really talking about your lawn for a few minutes, are we? Not just my lawn. It's about your lawn. Oh. And that's what Tim talk's all about. It's about you. Can I go home? No, because Tim talk is just about to begin. Get up with Tim and Jess. How good is Monday? Uh, it's the best day of the week, especially when uh, you can learn something. Right. And that's what I'm here to I do. don't think we're about to learn anything, but go on. Well, I'll I've allow seen, it. I haven't actually watched a single second of these, but I've heard of these TED Talk things, right? Apparently they're not new. No, they're absolutely not new. Uh, technology, entertainment, design, that's what these TED Talks are about. Leading experts in their fields bringing you some knowledge bombs. You're welcome. I'm here. I've decided that, look, I don't know who this Ted guy is, but Tim, a Tim <laughs> talk is what I want to hear. And there's there's one area uh, in the world that I think I'm an expert at. Right. And it's lawn maintenance. Right. And upkeep. This is so boring. So, I, again, I've never seen a single second of this, but I am going to do a Tim talk on lawn. Because when you think about it, Jess, lawn... Is just like life. Why are you? I assume they have these kind music. of music behind. No, it. they don't. Don't interrupt me. This doesn't happen on the show. I assume. Lawn is like life. Oh. Sometimes it starts out a little dirty, but after a bit of care, you can grow. This is not what TED talks are. A lot of people might say, "But Tim, what is a lawn?" And I'll say, Wikipedia answers that as a lawn is an area of soil-covered land planted with grasses and other durable plants maybe such as a clover, which are maintained at a short height with a lawnmower. Tim. In brackets or sometimes grazing animals. Used for aesthetic and recreational purpose. This is not what TED Talks are. TED, TED Talks explain something that we Having the lawn is having a purpose. <laughs> and if you take care of yourself, you can have a purpose. You sound aesthetically, like Tony Robbins. It's not a life chat. Aesthetically and recreationally. Because at the end of the day... We're all here to grow. Sometimes we're a bit tougher, like a buffalo lawn. Not a TED talk. Sometimes also, sorry, the music. Sometimes we're also a little bit tough underneath. Tim, wrap it up. But it's okay to grow. It's not a life coaching seminar. That's not what the TED talks are. Can you you can subscribe, Tim? Just drop the music for a second. Do you want to actually give this a go properly tomorrow? Well, this, I just, I've just educated. This is not what a TED Talk is. Are you sure? Go home and watch a proper TED Talk. This is, no, I'm not going to do any research. Why would I do that? That's, that's stupid. I think I could do it on anything. You could do this on any subject. Literally any subject. If you give me a, but you're not life coaching. You need to tell us about a topic. I assume that everyone just physically watched a TED Talk episode because that's what I just did. If we get, get you a topic tomorrow. I'll do it. You'll do it within the show. I'll do it within an hour. Good. I, even if I have nothing about all yeah, I need. Can you that's actually how watch a TED Talk? No. Nah. Nah. You, gonna... you got it so wrong. We've got to go because I've got to get studying. We'll see you tomorrow. Believe in yourself. You're welcome. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.